This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms and opportunities for businesswomen to be seen and heard. This platform is for the women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership, offering online networking, co-working, collaboration, and monthly masterclasses for you to grow your knowledge. Go to thedaisychaingroup.com for more information. These are the platforms to hear and share the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome to the Shine and New Crazy Daisy podcast. And today I am thrilled and excited to introduce you to Jody Peevil from Involved Impact. Jody, thank you so much for writing the chapter for Shine and New Crazy Daisy volume four and for being on the podcast. Please tell us about your business. Angel, oh, thank you for inviting me. Super gorgeous. And I got to write a lovely chapter about my journey. So, you know, going back and revisiting it, really, really lovely. I run a wonderful marketing agency here in England and I get to work with gorgeously scrumptious clients with wonderful, beautiful energy and all my best friends and family. So life's pretty good, honey. I love that description. Um, What really fascinated me in talking about your chapter is that you talked about the fact that you work in positive marketing. That's changed a lot over the years. But what did that mean in 2013 and what does it mean now? When I did my first training as digital marketer back then, everybody did the American guru marketing pain point negative marketing. It's what I call negative marketing. I didn't even think of positive marketing as particularly being the antithesis of that, but I realized that I didn't want a piece of that. I didn't want any pain point marketing. I didn't want, it just wasn't me. I mean, you know me, I'm enthusiastic, positive, Jody energy. Having a sales page where I had to laboriously detail people's pain points. And then, oh my God, you then had to rub salt in the wound. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not me at all. So I found myself whilst loving all of the training with Ryan Dice, because he's been an amazing mentor for me for the last nine years. I really did kind of take it. Oh, rub salt in the wound. I took it with a pinch of salt. Right. (laughs) I like that. Um, Because honestly, whilst funnel structure and optimizing funnels and improving messaging and ad strategy was brilliant to learn because I needed to learn all of that because up till then we'd just been website builders so we hadn't really moved into the the digital marketing side I needed to learn all that stuff but I was able to go I'm going to leave that bit at the door because that's not for me and it's certainly not for my clients and if I started saying right we're going to do this they'd have all my clients would have run in the opposite direction but that's amazing as well to make that decision sorry (laughs) for your business at that stage because we're talking about 2013 none of this was known and to to see that for yourself and realize that doing it in a positive way was how you wanted your brand to be known must have stood out well it was a bit scary standing out because I thought wow I'm really kind of putting my head above the parapet here am I going to get shut down by all those guru marketers who are like well this is the way we do it And it took me a few sort of, I don't know, I I, I like to sleep on things and let my subconscious percolate. I think it's a a very good thing to do. And I just remember thinking at the end of the day, if I put myself out there with negative marketing, I won't be being authentic. 
And so there's no way I can. There really wasn't a choice. Mm -hmm. But I was really, really excited with the response I got because I started putting things out there saying, no, I'm not doing this. I'm, I'm doing it this way. And the people, we always find our tribe if we're, if we're naturally authentic, don't we? And people just coming to me go, oh my gosh, I so agree. You're so right. Why didn't I see this before? This is brilliant. And, and completely agreeing with me. So it was immediately validating, which is good. That is amazing. Um, one of the one of the things that is in your chapter about the fact that when you started up the business and you went into a big Facebook group mm. and you uh, managed to find a lot of clients in that group and uh, put everything into there and then got thrown out of the group because you were seen as a competitor. What did you learn from putting all of those eggs in one basket and what did it teach you? It was horrendous. I can still feel how sick I felt on that day when I woke up and I, I mean, I hadn't done anything wrong. I hadn't done anything to be to be removed from the from the group. But having supported everyone with their tech issues and looked after everyone in that group, not self-promoting at all, just like I do in the Kajabi group. Mm. You know, I'm just saying, oh, this is how you get past this struggle, this, this hurdle. This is how you move forward. Um, I was then seen as a competitor because the group owners were then going to start doing done for you services. They're like, right, well, we need to get rid of Jodie because obviously she's getting a lot of the work from the group. But I didn't I didn't get any sort of warning or, or an email or anything so I literally woke up that morning feeling sick as anything I couldn't I couldn't shake that negative energy it was horrible and I actually enlisted the help of a friend to just help me just shake the energy because I'm like I was on my way to a wedding for god's sake I was in a really really bad place and just feeling just so rejected and, and it was horrible but you know what the universe gives us things because we we really need to learn lessons. And whilst the universe gave me that group as a way to establish myself, and I became very well known through that group, so I will always be grateful to the universe for sending me there. It also was very much Jodie, eggs in one basket, girl, what are you doing? This is not a good idea. And also make sure, without a shadow of a doubt, if you do this again in another Facebook group, that you are there at the behest of the owners. Yeah. And you're not there just doing willy nilly. And so, of course, in the Kajabi group, I was made an ambassador, the only one on this side of the pond. All the other six ambassadors for Kajabi were on in America. So it was incredibly validating to, to realize that I'd learned my lesson. I was doing it the right way now. Mm -hmm. And another group really, really appreciated my help and wanted me there to, to support their members. An incredible lesson to learn. Uh, I, also, over that time, you have grown your team so much and yeah. around the world, but a lot of them have been with you since the beginning. And I think that uh, as small businesses, when you take people on, you worry about staff retention. How have you kept these people on? Are they trapped? Do they need help? They're <laughs> all shackled in corners, Trudy. <laughs> um, I think I have stumbled beautifully and organically into a little bit of a superpower I didn't plan any of this but because I wanted everybody who worked with me to be working in their joy I work in my joy so why shouldn't they just because it's my business I shouldn't be the only one that's loving it and so as the team's grown so Savannah's been with me right from the beginning 2007 she joined me and we incorporated uh November 27 2007 so she's been with me right from the beginning, all the way through. Never have we missed a Christmas do. This one we've had to move because she's got COVID, poor thing. 
but she's never missed a Christmas do it. You know, she's part of this business. Now, I decided right back in the beginning, as I say, completely organically, it wasn't, it wasn't like a, a thing that I particularly made a decision about, but I wanted it all to be about joy. Mm. And so as we grew, so we've done a, we, we grew from two people in the team to 12 in the last three years, mm. which lot. is phenomenal, but we've <laughs> done it. Sorry, someone at the door. We've done it in a really gentle way so that as people come on, we establish them in their roles and we let them do everything in the team. And we make sure that they're trying everything, whether it's social media or video editing or ads running or analysis or directing on Zoom or strategy or build, whatever it is, we let them try it out. And then I say to them after a couple of weeks, right, what are you loving? What are you hating? Where's your joy? Anything that's not your joy, we take it off your plate. And we either hire another member of staff to do it or we redistribute it around the team. And the, there's a great thing that I've noticed. So I don't know if you've read the book, Eat the Frog. Mm. So I love that. There are frogs on all of our to-do lists that just get bounced. We kick that can down the road, don't we? are like, oh no. And you look at your to-do list and think, that's been on there for a month. I need to eat that frog. The truth is those frogs you shouldn't be doing in the first place delegate them find somebody else to do them because they're not where your joy is and actually the thing that you find yourself doing instead of the frog that's where your joy is mm. and if you make sure that all your team members are working in their joy i say to them every week on team check-in on monday are there any tasks you're currently doing that are not in your joy and if anybody's got one i say right who else wants this and if there isn't anybody i'll take it on until i find a new member of staff who can do it and it works beautifully it's really really cool it's choices, isn't it? And when the way that you've approached it with the team is giving them the choice to be happy in what they're doing and Absolutely. loving each day. I mean, we've mm -hmm. all got those tasks that we have to do, but you're saying you might have to do that task for the sake of getting it done, but there's some there's other things out there that are going to make you happy. So be happy in your job. I love it. It's just it's so easy and practical. But implementing it is, uh, is a whole other yeah. thing. And people can The other thing um, is the flexibility. So yeah. every single member of my team, I do not have the arrogance to say, my business is your only joy. I mean, who would I be if I said that? And yet there are loads of employers out there. And that's what they say. Mm. They say, you give me 60 hours a week. This is your only focus. Don't you have part-time jobs or part-time interests which is madness we've all got different parts to our lives and our personalities so every single mem member of my team they've got other things they do savannah's training to be a nurse and she works in the a e uh amy's training to be a midwife holly's training to be a primary school teacher everyone's got another thing that they're doing which is also following their joy mm. and there aren't many employers out there who let people do what they want to do and then fit their hours in and around it and encourage it yeah, exactly. Actively encourage it. Charlie and Kiara are both, both actors. Charlie's in Melbourne at the moment being badger in Wind of the Willows, bloody loving it, and knowing that he just fits in client work around that. I love it. Jodie, if there was one lesson that you've learned that you want other entrepreneurs to know, what would it be? Oh, goodness. Am I allowed to swear? Sure. Okay, thank you. I'll, I'll get permission first. You've got to develop a dickhead filter. Mm -hmm. It's Oh my gosh, when you start out in business, you really do take on any client that comes to you because you're so eager to establish yourself as a success and to earn money and to make it all work. After a while, however long it is for you, everyone's different. There's no time frame. 
you will realize there are clients out there that you shouldn't work with. Mm -hmm. And it's through no fault of yours, but every single company has had these stories where they're like, oh my God, no matter what I did with that client, I couldn't make it work. I bent over backwards. I couldn't make them happy. Those client relationships shouldn't happen in the first place. You've got to develop a really strong dickhead filter, which AKA your intuition. Mm. Every single time I've ignored my intuition said, no, I'm going to work with this client. It's going to be great. I have regretted it. And the team has lived to regret it. Mm. I'm a lot better at it now, but we joke about it. We're like, whoa, Jodie didn't have her dickhead filter on when she hired that client. Oh my gosh, no. I'm a lot better at it now. I have two questions that I ask. One is, do I want to friend this person on Facebook? If the answer is no, what the hell am I doing wanting to work with them? Mm. And number two, would I invite them home for dinner with my family? Mm. Ask yourself those two questions. And if the answer is no to either of them, say, I'm really sorry, I'm, I'm fully booked or I don't think I'm the, I'm the person for you, but let me recommend you to some other people. I love that that's a filter that you train people in. I just, I don't think there's a whole course in that. Go for it. <laughs> um, what's your favourite piece of business software? Well, I'm a bit of a geek. So I'm, I call myself a lady geek. I do love processes, systems, and making things just run more effectively and productive. Because the team grew so beautifully from 2019 to now, we not only had to onboard loads of clients, a high, you know, a higher number of clients because we could handle more clients, but also obviously more team members. And everybody had to know what was going on. So Charlie and Kiara are in Australia. We're all in the UK. They're asleep while we're awake and vice versa. So we really had to make sure that when they signed off for the day, we all knew what they'd done, what we had. We didn't have to go, um, Charlie, it's WhatsApp. It's in the middle of the night, but you need to answer me, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm afraid it's a project management piece of software, which doesn't sound very exciting, but it has changed our lives. We've been on five project management systems for the last two years. Exhausting. We are with ClickUp and we adore it. So ClickUp is my recommendation. Yeah, I think I've probably been through five in the last few years, but I'm hearing more and more about ClickUp. So, oh, crikey, let's make it. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. You won't regret it. Jodie, this is so fantastic. And thank you so much for being involved in the book and the podcast. And your Jodie energy shines through. So there we go. Thank you, love. Thank you, Rachel. Cheers. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. If you're a businesswoman looking for that community that will support you and lift you up, come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership, offering online networking, co-working, collaboration and monthly masterclasses to grow your knowledge. Go to the daisychaingroup.com for more information. And for even more inspiration, please go to the link under this video and get your copy of the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world.